We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. We are thrilled to be able to be back with you. We give the Lord Jesus Christ all praise, honor, and glory today. We just thank the Lord for all of you around the world, brothers and sisters in Christ that are listening to the program. We just are praying for you. We're praying for the trials and the tribulations to lighten on your life. And we're praying also that this broadcast done under the unction and the anointing of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ will be a strength for you. We pray, Lord, uh, right now as we enter in to this bringing forth of the Word of God to you and to your life, we, we just pray that your ears would be open to hear. We would pray that... Together we could come as one, those that are born again and believe in Jesus Christ as we do as the Savior of the world. We'd be able to come in like faith, come in one mind and one accord, and believe that the Word of God will be able to go forth to the nations and minister truth to all those that desire to hear truth. Lord, I pray that if any are listening to the broadcast today that Jesus if their heart is hard towards the truth or if they have been deceived and if they're confused or if they're searching for truth, that today your voice, Lord God, through the word, through the teaching of your word, would be able to reach them and, and break any powers of darkness that have infiltrated their minds or their souls and are leading them astray from sound doctrine. We pray, Lord, together with our other sisters and brothers around the world that, that the word that is spoken today would be able to break those chains of deception. And, Lord, that truth would penetrate their life. Oh, Lord Jesus, your people, oh, God, in this day and age, must press in, must examine and check and and know the word of God and be skilled in the word of God that they may not be deceived. We thank you, Lord, for the promise that says in the end time that if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived. We thank you, Lord, that the elect are those of your children that are, are keeping truth, the banner of truth right out there before them as their greatest desire. For Jesus, you said you are the way, you are truth, and you are life. And Jesus, we pray that in, in the, this hour that we minister the word and begin a series of teaching on sound doctrine, that, Lord, it would help all those that desire to be helped, uh, those that are out there around the nations, Lord, that are seeking truth, that these broadcasts and these teachings, Lord, that you have guided us to do would help the pastors and the evangelists and all the fivefold ministers Lord, that it would quicken them. And if it does anything, Lord, that it would give us all a desire to, to be alert, to be aware, to be on watch and to guard and to check ourselves as well as what we hear others teach. Oh, Lord, I just pray that the fire of God would fall upon me. Lord, that the anointing would fall upon me, Lord, and all those that are listening, Lord that we would become even more sober. For Lord Jesus, all teachers, preachers of the gospel will answer to you one day. We will meet you face to face at that judgment seat. And Lord, we will answer for everything that we've spoken. 
out of your word when we say thus saith the Lord or we teach anything out of your word we're going to answer to you personally we pray that you keep us Lord that you protect us and Lord that you awaken us more each day Lord to the sobering reminder that we are accountable to you we are accountable to you when we pick up the word of God and we begin to teach others Father, we pray, God, the anointing of truth. We pray the fire of God upon all ministers of the gospel. And, Lord, we pray that if we have any error in our teachings, that you will convict us, that you will bring us to our knees, that you will cause us to truly repent and want to know. If you have a few things against us, Lord, we want to know. I pray all teachers that are listening to the broadcast, teachers of the Bible, of the Holy Bible, Teachers that proclaim that they know you, Jesus, that we would all, Lord God, get alone with you and let you examine us and show us, Lord. Keep us teachable. Keep us humble before you, Lord Jesus. For this broadcast is named, I believe in Jesus, for your purpose, Lord. We don't want to believe in another Jesus. We want to believe in the one and only true Jesus Christ, the Son of God the one that inspired and wrote this Bible. Jesus, your apostle John said that, that you are the word of God. Our Jesus, our Savior is the word and he is truth. So Lord, I thank you for the anointing and I, I yield to you, Lord, that you would minister to the thousands, to the multitudes today around the world, the written word of God, the truth. We want to minister to you today about true salvation. So we're going to begin in the book of John, if you have your Bibles out there. If you don't, then you just lit, listen as I read the scriptures to you, because there is all, oh, there's one way into heaven. Jesus said, I am truth, and he said, I am the way, and there's only one way in. There's a lot of doctrine in our day and age, uh, uh, and they are preaching that there are many ways in. Well, that right there contradicts the written word of God because Jesus said, and he is the Savior of the world, the only Son of God, he said, I'm the only way in. Amen. And I dare to believe Jesus. He came and gave his life that you and I might be saved. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have ever lasting life verse 17 says for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved verse 18 he that believeth on him is not condemned but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God Jesus Christ came for this purpose he came to destroy darkness. He came and he gave his life willingly that you might be saved. He bore your sins upon him that you might be able to be born again. In John 3, 3, Jesus answered Nicodemus and he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ is the kingdom of God. He is the Son of God. Amen. And He came that we might have salvation. And in Titus 3 and 5, I would like to read that to you. He even speaks here 
of salvation. And it's not by works, Titus 3, 5 says, not by works of righteousness, which you have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So when you come to Christ and you are saved, glory to God, you are also justified. You are regenerated. There is a new birth. And then you are uh, go into the process of being sanctified through the power and the anointing of Jesus. Jesus in John 3, 3 was talking to Nicodemus and Nicodemus did not understand what Jesus meant by being born again. Because I remind you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus said there had to be a spiritual birth and this spiritual birth does not come by works. Now, a lot of people teach that you can work your way in. You can go out here and do a lot of good works, and that's going to guarantee you heaven. That is not the true doctrine of salvation. Salvation is given to us by grace. In Ephesians 2.8, it says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, verse 9 says, lest any man should boast. So you must be born again. And how do you get born again? You must repent of your sins. You must be truly, sincerely sorry that you have sinned against the Son of God. This is the true doctrine of salvation. Don't let someone else teach you that there is another way in. Jesus Christ is the only one, and only one and true, only one begotten Son of God, the only one that was sinless. Jesus Christ never sinned. Jesus Christ never died spiritually. That's a lie out straight out of the pit of hell. Jesus Christ wants you to know sound doctrine. And we are here to begin to take you through a series of sound doctrines. So we must begin at the foundation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Only when a human being bows down, confesses that Jesus Christ is the only begotten son of the world, John 3, 16, and begins to believe this by faith in their heart that he was given as the savior of the world, that he died for you, that he bore your sins, and that there is no other way into the kingdom of God except you repent, except you confess that you are a sinner. All human beings fall short of the glory of God. We all need to repent of our sins. It's not about, oh, you're a good person. There is only one good one. Jesus said to Philip, there is only one good man, and that is God himself, because Jesus Christ never sinned. What an abomination it is to say that Jesus Christ committed sin. Jesus Christ became flesh, but he never stopped being God, and he never died spiritually. There is no way that can be truth. And one day on this broadcast, we'll get into that false doctrine. At another time, 
the JDS doctrine because that is absolutely not true. Today we want to give you that fundamental truth of how to be saved. So Jesus approached Nicodemus. He knew that Nicodemus was confused, so he came to get rid of confusion. For without new birth, one cannot see the kingdom of God. We must receive Jesus as our eternal life and salvation only comes through him. So we must look at what does regeneration mean. It means that when you confess Jesus Christ is the only Lord and Savior of the world and that you truly are sorry that you have sinned against him and accept him as your personal Savior, regeneration takes place. A new life comes into you and that life is Jesus himself. Amen. In Ephesians 4 and 23 gives us a good example of what I am talking about. So just follow along with me if you have the Word of God. Uh, and we need to teach people correctly. We need to know what Jesus is saying to us here in Ephesians 4 and 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. When you repent of your sins, Jesus Christ, and accept him as your Savior, his spirit comes and indwells you. So you are born again in your spirit. There is a regeneration. And it begins a process. And through this process of eternal life from God himself, is in, when God himself is imparted into the believer, he becomes a child of God. At salvation, you are adopted into the family of God. What, a, what an awesome thing to think about. Peter talked about when you get saved, you are, he brings you out of darkness into the marvelous light of God. What a beautiful, the, the greatest miracle uh, of mankind takes place at that point of salvation. So your foundation of belief in Jesus Christ must be solid and it must be based on nothing else but the pure truth of Jesus Christ, that doctrine of true salvation. Again, I say many people teach a doctrine that is not true. They believe that you can enter into the kingdom of heaven and into the kingdom of God another way, that you can skip this process. That is a lie. That is totally against the written word of God. Thank God we cannot work our way in. Thank God we are saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is that grace. Grace went to Calvary. Grace means that you don't have, you can't earn it. It is a gift. It is given to you. If you are lost and you are listening to this broadcast today, it is no coincidence that you've turned on this channel, whether it's by shortwave radio or whether it's by the internet. You need to know how to get to God. You need to know how to be saved. Confess your sins. Uh, confess your sins. Humble yourself. Pray in the name of Jesus. You must believe that Jesus Christ is the only way into eternal life. You must believe the truth. And the truth is written. It is not by works, but you are saved by grace. And you must believe that Jesus Christ is the only way in. That he is the only big gotten son of God. That he is the only one that went to Calvary or can die for you. No human being 
king can die for you and have your sins washed away. That's an abomination to the word of God. We must get back, teachers, preachers around the world. If you happen to be listening to this broadcast, please hear the voice of God. Please take heed to what the Spirit is saying to you today on this broadcast. You must get back to the solid substance of the gospel of Jesus Christ and make sure that your foundation is correct and the foundation of the gospel of being born again is correct. Let us in the name of Jesus Christ get back to examining ourselves as teachers and preachers of the gospel of Christ and be sure that we are all preaching the same Jesus, the real Jesus, the one and only Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. And if you aren't, you need to repent and you need to get your doctrine correct and you need to have the fearless boldness of Jesus and get up before your congregations and tell them that you've drifted away from the truth and repent and make those crooked paths straight and God will forgive you and God will bless you. Don't allow all the false doctrine that surrounds us and this new age doctrine that's everywhere. It's even infiltrated the churches. Let us not get off the path, that narrow path of truth. So I encourage you to be sure your foundation is correct. Teach people how to get to the kingdom of heaven, how to be saved correctly. You become a child of God. You become a new person at the point of salvation. Oh, you no longer desire to conform to this world. But now you have Jesus' divine nature in you through the Holy Spirit, if you have been born again, that now dwells in you. Oh, you are now seeking righteousness and holiness. The old things pass away. Little by little by little, you're going to begin to see that you no longer want to commit that sin. No matter what that sin was, you have now a desire to be obedient to God. Regeneration is necessary because apart from Christ, all people by their inherent natures are sinners. And we on our own are incapable of obeying and pleasing God. Faith pleases God. Well, what does that faith, faith in his son Faith in the written word of God. Faith in Jesus Christ that he died. He gave his life. He bore your sins. He bore your griefs. He bore your sorrows. Everything that he did at Calvary. Faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what pleases the Father. Some people think, well, it's faith to believe for finances and faith. Well, that's not the core foundation of what pleases the Father God. We believe in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And that is not the basis of what pleases Jesus, the Father. It pleases Him when you believe in His Son. Believe in what Jesus has done. This wonderful gift of salvation that He has given unto you. Regeneration involves a transition from the old life of sin to a new life of obedience to Jesus. Recognizing that now you have his righteousness that dwells in you by the person of the Holy Spirit. His Spirit. That's why he's called, the Holy Spirit is called the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus never sinned. He can't sin. He's a holy God. Don't ever believe that lie that your Jesus ever could sin. Absolutely blaspheming. He is holy. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
know who he is and we need to bow as sinners before him and repent of our sin and turn from our sin and turn to God and have that personal faith relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Regeneration involves a transition from the old life to the new life. Amen. Don't forget that. Those born again desire. There's a desire. It's not their desire. It's now the desire of Jesus that dwells in them to live unto righteousness and to live good lives, to love other believers and to avoid a life of sin. You know, Job said, I issue evil. Man, now that he knew God as his personal Savior and Lord, he ran from evil. Once you are truly born again, there is that desire to be obedient to God. Thank the Lord we can't do this. <laughs> and God knows we can't. That's why we needed his son to come and redeem mankind and put them in, give them the opportunity for salvation that puts us in right standing with God. We cannot obey the word of God out of our humanness. That's why works don't impress God. Faith impresses God. And then Jesus, we yield to him and he does the work through us. It's the greatest miracle of mankind. Then uh, one born of God cannot uh, make sin a habitual practice. It doesn't mean that you will never sin again. No, I don't believe in that perfectionist. Uh, sinless life that some teach that's not true doctrine we will always be capable of sin but after we are born again then we no longer have the desire to continue to practice sin so when we slip and we stumble and we commit a sin no matter how, what degree you think that sin is sin is sin if we lie, if we bear false witness, if we gossip, if we backbite, whatever it might be, multitudes are the sins that we might be able to commit. Within we, if we are truly born again, we're going to come under conviction. We're going to be convicted of sin, and we're going to go to our knees along with Jesus, and we're going to say, Lord, forgive me again of my sin. Doesn't mean you get born again. It means you repent of that sin because you are born again, and you confess that sin. And 1 John 1, 9 says that Jesus Christ will be faithful and just to forgive you of that sin. Glory to God. And he will bring you in back into that right relationship with him. And he'll wash you and cleanse you and give you his power, his grace. Glory to God, not to continue in the sin. I'm running out of time already, but I want to finish with this. The newborn, glory to God, person will have an abundance of desire to gather with the brethren. If you aren't in a church... You need to get in a church. If you've been born again, if you, if you repent, I'm going to pray for the lost here in a moment. If you repent of your sins today, after hearing just a, oh, this has been a very shallow preview of building a foundation of true doctrine about salvation. But if you have repented, if you're under conviction right now, and you repent truly and sincerely in your heart, want Jesus to come and live in your life, then you need to get in a good church, a church. Ask the preacher when you're looking for a church. What do you believe? Find out what their doctrine is. Don't go to a place and go by a feeling or go by the gifts move there. Find out what the doctrine is. Make sure you get under sound doctrine, please. 
because you can so easily as a newborn believer be deceived and get into something that you're not even aware of you'll save yourself <laughs> the danger of backsliding being deceived following false doctrine if you're wise enough to go sit down say pastor if you don't have time give me your written doctrine I want to study it. I want to go over it. I want to know what I'm joining. Let's not be blind because the blind follow the blind and they both fall into the ditch. So I just encourage you to do that. Lord, I just pray right now in closing for all those that may be teaching salvation another way. I pray a Holy Ghost conviction over them. And Lord, I pray now for the lost that may have listened to this broadcast Father, I pray that I got out the truth enough that they know, Jesus, that there's no other way in, that they must be born again. And how you're born again is you confess that you're a sinner. Ask Jesus Christ and believe in you, Lord, as the Son of God, and ask you to come into their heart and be their Savior. And, Lord, I just pray, oh, God, that those that have been taught wrong, will realize their teaching has not been right. I, I pray that they will get in the Word of God and study, that they will find what we've spoken today is solid truth. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will lead them and guide them to ministers that preach nothing but the truth. Jesus, your written Word in the right context. I thank you for listening, and I, I will be back next week with more about salvation. God bless you. Follow Jesus. Read the word for yourself. Check it out what you're being taught. God be with you. In Jesus' name, amen.